Thank you for joining For Our Special Kids, where we openly and honestly discuss the magic and the mess of raising a child with special needs. We are thrilled to have you here and hope this time provides you with some wonder and wisdom. I'm your host, Jennifer Lansing. Let's get started. In today's episode, Kate Trotter of Akashic Elements reveals to us what the Akashic records are, how she accesses them, and what the records can teach us. There is so much that we can learn about how to enhance your relationship with your child, what foods are best and most comforting, perhaps what crystals can be used, what past lives have been impacting the current relationship. There are so many things that you can learn from the Akashic Records, and Kate does such a good job of gently introducing us to this etherical library that she references. So I hope you enjoy, and let me know what you think. I am with Kate Trotter today, who is a certified Ayurvedic and massage practitioner. While studying Ayurveda, she was drawn to Ayurvedic massage and bliss therapies. She's enhanced her practice with an aromatherapy certification from David Crow's Floricopia and studied celestial herbalism with Arjun Dawes. While she was unable to give massages during the COVID lockdown, she followed her passion for strengthening her intuition and delved deeper into metaphysical studies. During this time, she took online courses on tarot, mediumship, core shamanism, Vedic astrology, kundalini yoga, and Akashic record reading. From all of her studies, a calling to read the Akashic records was recognized and honored. Her new business, Akashic Elements, has come as a culmination of her Ayurvedic and spiritual focus over the years. Okay, Kate, you, okay, first of all, I just want to say, you guys, she just opened the shared Akashic records for Teal and me. We did that ahead of this recording. And so thank you for doing that because I got some amazing confirmation on what we're doing and we'll get into all of that. But let's start with what the heck are Akashic records for anyone that has no idea what we're talking about? Well, thank you. It was an honor to open the records, the shared records of you and Teal. It was a real sweet, special experience. So thank you. So the Akashic records, the way that I like thinking of them as, as an etheric library or an energetic database. So records are everything that has happened in the past, the present, and the potential future is recorded energetically in an etheric library. So it's not a physical place, obviously, that we're going to be going to. It's an energetic. Some people, you know, talk about the collect, what is it, the collective consciousness it's kind of like that you know that could be a part of it these ideas that have been recorded through time and when you look at history at religion most of them have an akashic record in a different name so christian or catholic have the book of life the buddhists have the alaya consciousness you have on your website, Akasha is a Sanskrit word translating to ether or space. It's considered the fifth element of spirit. 
As energy cannot be created or destroyed, everything is recorded in the records. So you say it's an etheric library of the past, present, and potential future, like you mentioned. It's an energetic database of the universe. So this is for every single moment of every single person that has ever existed or will exist in the universe. Is that correct? True. And it's not just people, it's animals, it's plants, it's crystals, it's buildings, it's locations on the earth. Um, So yeah, everything as all things are made up of energy. So everything is, can be found in the records. And this is kind of a mind blowing concept. I will tell you the first time I heard about the Akashic records, I was like, what are you talking about? This makes absolutely no sense to me. How can you, how can you access it? So how do you access as a reader of the Akashic records? What do you do? So there's lots of different ways that people go about doing it. You can access it through dreams. You can access it through meditation. You can access it on a shamanic journey. The way that I access it for my clients is um, through a prayer. So I got my certification through Linda Howe. She does a pathway certification process. But for me, I found that was the most consistent way that I can connect to clients' records again and again. And I do access them in my dreams. And personally, if I want to access my own, I'll do a shamanic journey. So there's lots of different ways of accessing the records. Yeah. And some people think of it as like a physical library. I know that sounds weird. It's not physical, but like all these books of your life and you can pull a book of your life and open it and see your past, see all of your past lives. And you can see like everything that has ever existed, which it's this huge, 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 massive, unlimited library of books. Right. And some people, you know, I think it's your personal imagination or visualization. So I, I like the book imagery. Some people prefer like Google search, you know, like, like <laughs> type it on the computer and it pops for, up. For the modern Akashic yeah. records recording. <laughs> yeah. I'll just I'll just Google your Akashic records. Hold please. <laughs> yeah. The millennial Akashic record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not using floppy disks anymore. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what can you learn when you access the Akashic records for anyone, right? So this isn't just for children with special needs or families with children with special needs. I mean, anyone can do this. We specifically looked into some questions to help Teal's life be better. And I want to talk about that in a little bit, but let's back up and just what could people typically access? So the Akashic Records, the important thing to remember is you can only access yours or someone else's with their permission. So you can't have a crush on some celebrity and find out their name and go look up their Akashic Records. There's like rules. Ethically not okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have permission to open up someone else's records Um, and what you can learn from them. I mean, you can learn about past lives that um, might be coming up this lifetime, repeated patterns, personal relationships with other people that might need help in certain ways. So you could, like for me, like we sat down and, and accessed our shared record, my shared records between 
Teal and myself. And I asked more questions along, how can I enhance my relationship? How can I communicate better with her? What types of foods are best for her and most satisfying? Uh, We looked at traveling with Teal. What does she need to be more comfortable through the traveling experiences, et cetera. But you could also say, I'm having this one issue with this one person and I need to know what I've done previously to make this happen. Or I'm struggling in my love life Mm -hmm. and I'd like to know what patterns I have experienced over the last years and which, which patterns can I karmically dissolve or things like that. Yeah. Like if it was a relationship, it could be, you know, that you're struggling with. Maybe there was a past life that's on repeat right now, or, or, you know, the other neat thing that you can look into is phobias. Like, why do I have a fear of heights? Why am I terrified of spiders? It could be something health related that all of a sudden popped up and there doesn't seem to be any explicable reason why, why this is happening. Like I had a client who had like um, a tingling in their right leg that just wouldn't go away. Like let's open up the records. Mm-hmm. See if there's something there. Look at birthmarks. Like is, does this birthmark have a past life associated with it? Or is it just a random birthmark? Open up the records, find out why. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, I mean, you could do anything. This is what you're really saying is if you yeah. ask the right question. And I think that's what you've taught me is you do have to ask the right questions. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's about the intention behind your question. So the Akashic Records, there's an integrity that needs to be upheld. And that we kind of went into that with not opening up random people's records. Going into the records, even opening them for yourself, if you were to go in and ask, you know, how can I make someone love me? Yeah, (laughs) that would would not be a good one. Yeah. How can I, you know, make $100,000 next month or something crazy like that? The intention behind those questions don't have the best energy. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have kind of a, a weird feeling. You Now you could phrase the question differently versus how can I make a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars next month? It could be what sorts of things can help me become more financially secure in the next month? Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's how the phrasing really comes into play. How can I become a better business person and how can I develop my professional skills. Right. And that's another neat thing you can ask. What are my gifts that I have to offer? Mm-hmm. What am I best suited to to deliver in a professional setting? Things like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and from a family, like we'll transition a little bit more into a family perspective in a minute, but you actually read my records a couple of weeks ago and we talked specifically about how to merge spirituality and the podcast mm-hmm. and what you told me about the voice and, and healing and all of that. I mean, it just blew my mind, but it gave me a lot of uh, right confirmation. And, and I think that is one of the coolest things about this is as a parent, as a caregiver to a child that maybe can't speak to you or is physically having struggles, you really can go in and say, Hey, how can I be the best mama to my baby? Or how can we as a family unit create more ease and less pain or, okay, let's think about surgeries. We do have parents that, you know, children have to have surgeries. Could you go in and say, not, well, actually, you don't have to help me with this. Like, it wouldn't be, is this surgery 
good or bad. That's not really the question that you would ask, but maybe how will this surgery enhance so-and-so's life moving forward? Would that be like a good question? Yeah. Yeah. How could um, the surgery benefit my child? Um, what can I do to support them post-op, pre-op, you know, supporting questions like that? How can, and I think a big thing that comes through when you're looking at the shared records is, you know, especially with your children, how can you serve them? How can you support them questions you know and as a parent you that's what you want so I feel like those questions asked in the records become pretty easily Mm -hmm. it's all out of love that you're asking these questions right you only want the best for your babies period whether they're whether they're 24 or they're four months old (laughs) 24 days old yeah Um, okay so one thing that hit me while you were chatting is I know our first episode with Jennifer Edwards, where we talked birth charts, you can go in the birth chart and say, tell me the best dates for this surgery. Is that something that you could look at within the Akashic records or is that too specific? I, I don't know if you would get, I haven't tried that. So I'm sure you can ask, I don't know if you would get the resounding, the the 25th of May, (laughs) but I can feel that you would get a season or, you know, answers around the time of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. The people that would be around during that time, if you had um, family members who could only be around you during a certain time of the year, you know, because they're traveling Mm -hmm. from outside, you know, the people that are going to be around to support, does that answer mm-hmm. the question? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I I thought season two, like when I asked the question, yeah. I was like, season, they would tell you a season. Like yeah. springtime might be a good time to consider this. <laughs> they tell you a season. And I'm thinking, and like I said, people who would be beneficial to have around to support you because you're going to be opening your records, not your child's records. So it would be people that are going to be helpful for you and your child. I thought that was really cool. I kept saying, okay, we're going to open Teal's records. We're going to, and you're like, no, no, we are not opening hers. I can only open hers with her permission. So is there ever a time that Teal would give you permission to open her records? If she's nonverbal or verbal ish, that's her new word. We're calling her verbal ish. Cause man, does she have a lot of words now? <laughs> Sometimes I have no idea what they are, but she's real communicative. I would have to see her. Mm-hmm. on a zoom meeting and have a conversation about it and you would know you know I might not know I, I feel like I would you know be able to sense that but as a, opening the records of a child you would want the parent you need the parent there mm-hmm. um, to to hold that space for them with them hmm. some record readers don't do it unless they're 18 you know there's like mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have run across others who do open records of children. I haven't. It's a touchy yeah. one. I think yeah. the most beneficial thing, though, is is as the family unit. So that's what we did when you went and opened up our shared records. Yeah, and you know, we we didn't go into that, but I'm sure another neat question we could have asked is past lives that you and Teal have had together, and that's a way that you can glean a little bit more about your. And the relationships you've had and what has happened in the past that's repeating this time. What are you still learning that needs to continue? 
Yeah, those questions. Oh, I want you to go ask. And I also want you to ask what crystals are best for her as well. Oh, yeah, Darn it all, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I'll have to schedule a reading with you. <laughs> this is for anyone that is still a little confused. Let's just go to Frozen 2 for a moment and talk about Otta Holland. Elsa goes down into this river of life that's frozen and she starts seeing all of these images and it's the past and it's the future and it's everyone that she's ever interacted with talk to me about that Kate Trotter (laughs) Otta Holland would seem to be Disney's way of saying hey peeps there's these Akashic records that you can access is that what you got when you watched the movie for sure I saw the movie and when it started out it was all the different elements, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow, they're really stepping it up a notch, Disney. Yeah. So I was hooked <laughs> when I started watching it and it was all the elements. I was like, wow, this is so profound. <laughs> I know. And, and then, then she's the fifth element. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then okay. it gets even better. Yeah. As she goes into, and I can't remember the name. I've only seen it once. Oh, I've seen it 500,000 times. Uh, <laughs> Teal makes me watch it literally anytime we give her an opportunity to watch a movie of any kind. So if you'd like me to quote anything from the movie, I can. <laughs> Frozen 2, it's, it's Autoholic. which is basically the it's the records and it's fascinating I was sitting with my mom because of course we were watching it during therapy sessions and Teal was like frozen Teal again she just keeps pointing at it and I'm like mom do you know (laughs) you anything about the Akashic records and she's like what the what and I'm like well just watch when Elsa goes down into Alta Holland and dies Mm -hmm. spoiler alert she dies um and then she lives but yeah if you haven't seen it you've been living under a rock but yeah, Otta Holland is the Akashic Records. Okay, I digress. But I wanted to just kind of give a visual to kind of, I think that's a really beautiful visual because you can see. And it, is that kind of what you see? Do you see images when you read other people's records? Yeah, I have a, a mixture. I see, I hear things and I'll feel sensations in my body. So those are the three main ways that I connect into the records. And so basically you're using your clairs to access the records. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that people get hung up that if they don't feel like they have, that they're not clairvoyant or clairaudient or that they don't have these psychic abilities, they won't be able to access the records. And I don't find that to be true. <laughs> Just Mm-mm. It's something everyone can do. I think for me, I actually like to have my Akashic records read by others because I find it more validating. So I like offering that. And the neat thing to also consider is when you have someone else opening the records, they're opening them for you, but you can go there with them. And I I think that's what happened a little bit when I was, when I, when you were reading my shared records with Teal, I was getting messages. Uh, And it was pretty cool. Uh, The biggest thing that I will say, and I know I briefly mentioned it, but you gave me so much uh, confirmation. And that's as a parent with a child with special needs, that's what we all need more of is that you're on the right road. You are doing what is best. And there might be an opportunity to, to access the records and get different information, but it also can just be a really great way to feel better about yourself truthfully in everything that you're doing. Yeah. And the other thing that I like to remember about the the records is they're not scary. They're never going to be negative or um, putting you down or 
making you question where you're going and they're so uplifting and reassuring. And even when you've looked at past lives that might have been hard when when they're brought to your attention in the Akashic records, it gives you a strength like, wow, like I've, I've lived through that. I've had that lifetime and here I am in this lifetime and it's left an imprint, but I'm growing, I'm learning from it. This has been really enlightening and eye-opening, and I hope people are realizing that this is just another tool. So if you're feeling a little like overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, what is Jen and Kate talking about? It's okay. This is a very etheric type of tool for you, but hey, if you're open to it, contact Kate and and see what comes about. Who knows what, what questions that she might be able to answer for you. So Kate, how can we find you? My website is akashicelements.com and my Instagram is akashicelements, all one word. Facebook, Akashic Elements, pretty straightforward, Akashic Elements. (laughs) Akashic Elements is how you find Kate Trotter, period. Akashic Elements. We're just going to say it again, Akashic Elements. Okay. And you are doing readings. You have a calendar on your website so people can go um, find you and book an appointment. And it is just over zoom. So wherever you are. And it's a beautiful, lovely, just, you're such a grounded, wonderful spirit that it feels very comfortable to be vulnerable and say, I'm struggling with this and I need answers with this and I need help with that. So thank you for being who you are and bringing such a, a wonderful new tool to the, to the eyes of all of us. Well, thank you, Jen. I have one closing question for you, and that is, what is one word that you would use to describe a child with special needs? The first word that came is light. Mm-hmm. light. They are. They are. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing your light with us because it's a beautiful light, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found one or two meaningful nuggets of information to make your day better. If you think there's value in what we do, please take a moment to tell another friend, family member, or a caregiver. We'd love to hear from you at forourspecialkids at gmail.com. You can send in a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like to learn more about, or if you'd like us to highlight a certain person, please send that information to us. It makes our show so much better and so much more valuable for you. Our Facebook and Instagram handle is for our special kids. And finally, Remember to witness the wonder and the wisdom within yourself and others. Until next time.